This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back. Nine o'clock hour. The, the drama, the tension is building. Steven Singer's here, my favorite jeweler in the world, Al. <laughs> He's got his dog, Buddy, here. Buddy's got his own business uh, cards. Look at this stuff here. <laughs> and Steven's already saying things I, I, I can't put on the air. That yeah. thing, well, the, uh, the, yeah. the back tattoo, we can't yeah. say that, right, Stephen? You can say it if you want. I don't care. Listen. Why know. don't you say it? It's uh, I, They were asking me how the I Hate Stephen Singer started, and I said my wife was the original I Hate Stephen Singer person. She had a lower back tattoo that says I Hate Stephen Singer. <laughs> and every time we do it, yeah, I yeah. see the, the tattoo. So you know, wow. she was the original. So it's, uh, and know. that enhances the. Oh, yeah. You kidding yeah, me? Question. Listen. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> He's self loathing. It's so. a love hate right. thing. You know? I love it. You're, there's nobody like you, Stephen. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm going to get back to you in a second. I got on the line. I got, he represents Al, the New York media. Uh, he is he is a, a oh. established, best selling author. He has covered football, I would say, for the better part of a of a, a half century. Wow. The great Gary Myers New is on the line. New book coming out on the Giants, 1986 team. What's the name of that book, Rhea? Uh, uh, it's what I typed out and handed you earlier. Gary, what? <laughs> Hi, Gary. <laughs> she can't just say the name. Because I don't remember. Uh, didn't have I, it. I give you a rundown sheet at the beginning of every show. <laughs> but I'm run down. I think it's That's I why hate. I'm retiring. I hate Steven Singer. <laughs> Gary Myers, welcome to our show. How are you, Gary? I'm doing great. It's called Once a Giant, a story of. Uh... Uh, victory, tragedy, and life after football. It's about life after football for the 86 Giants. Uh, Angelo, because obviously this will probably be the last time I do, and it's very upsetting to me, I, I just needed to break a little news to you on the last Oh, show. yes, break some honest. news, Gary. What do you got? Okay, so in, when the Giants won the Super Bowl in 2007, the motto that um, Tom Coughlin came up with is talk is cheap, play the and it inspired them to go on like, probably the greatest playoff run in history, including beating the uh, Patriots, who were undefeated. In 2011, when they won the Super Bowl, the, the motto and the, the rallying cry was all in, 
Okay, so all around the Giants locker room, they had all these signs, talk is cheap, play the game in 07. This year, it's all in. I mean, in 2011, it was all in. Now, sources have told me that word of your retirement has made its way up the Jersey Turnpike to East Rutherford. And the signs that Brian Dable has put up in the locker room this week is send Cataldi into retirement. <laughs> it will, Gary, it will be true. Yes. If they win, I'm, I got a last week and I'm done here. I just I tell me, what do you I, think? You're the, you're the, the expert. Little, is it a risk well, here? How big a risk is this? I just got to finish this. A little asterisk under that sign is you'd be doing a public service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Gary, just tell me, you're, you know football yeah. inside and out. Are uh, the Giants a real threat here? I, I think they are just based on um, how they've played in, down the stretch when the games mattered most. You know, they, they won in Washington. Um, they, they, you know, just snot out of the Colts, which, um, you know, is no great uh, accomplishment. But then the way they played in, in Minnesota last week, uh, Daniel Jones in particular, you know, certainly the, the best game he's played in his career. He's really developed with Dayball this year, which just shows how bad the coaching had been here the last few years because – I always thought that the kid had shown flashes in every aspect of his game, but just could never put it together. And uh, he's got a strong arm. He's really accurate. As you saw last week, he can really run the ball. And he's not turning it over anymore. Mm. You know, he had been a turnover machine his first few years. He's playing as well right now as any quarterback in the league over the last few weeks. But obviously this is going to be the biggest stage he's ever played on against a team that, won four more games in the Giants during the real season. I mean, how embarrassing would it be to the to lose the game, game he in the division? <laughs> no, yeah, it I would mean, be embarrassing. Would be. But here's the thing, Gary, and here's what I asked before. This is why I'm nervous. I think okay. the Giants have an advantage in coaching. I think Dayball is brilliant, and Martindale is a great defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. and I think they have a better coaching staff than the Eagles. Do you agree with that? Well, it's kind of like Nick Sariani. One of his mentors is Brian Dayball from the time they spent together in Kansas City. Okay. Um, well, I, you know, I think the Eagles obviously have a great coaching staff. Uh, Gannon is getting interviews, and some of the offensive coaches are getting head coaching interviews. Um, the Giants, it just shows what a difference coaching can make. Yeah. How it's the most, in football, it's more important than any other sport. But Angelo, the Giants won over the last five about this. Over the previous five seasons they won twenty two games. I know, no, years. they've been awful. And then they got a coach in and he took the less talent. They gave us Bradbury, Gary. We got mm. Bradbury because they couldn't manage the cap. And they're still oh. right there now threatening the Eagles and knocking them out of a fourteen and three season. It'd be an amazing story, and it'd be a disaster in Philadelphia. Disaster. Yeah, the, the way the end of the season trended, you know, you always want to be playing your best down the stretch. No hurts without those two games, and, and they lost them both. And then he came back against the Giants' JV team. Uh, I mean, they got off to a big lead in that game, so the, the final score is a little misleading. The game wasn't as close as that. But it, it's hard. you can hardly say that he picked up where he left off you know, hurts from before he was injured. And 
I, I just have to believe his right shoulder is, is still an issue. And, and the key for the Eagles will be keeping Dexter Lawrence and, and Kayvon Thibodeau off of Hurts. Yeah. You know, to, to pound him into the concrete uh, playing surface at, at the link, which is really just painted dirt. Um, I don't know how cold it's going to be Saturday night, but... Uh, 30, 35 hard. degrees. It's going to be... Chill. Okay, All right, here's not the as thing. bad as it could have been. Right. Know? Gary, here's the, here's the problem. I'm trying to... It, are you picking the Giants? Well... Are you picking the Giants, Gary Myers? We're talking to a Philadelphia audience. And all no, you oh. are an honest football mind who has been doing this job for a long time. Who are you picking in this game? You know, it's, it's kind of... In, in 07 and 11, I picked the Giants every week during the playoffs because it was just... To me, it's like I don't study the X's and O's as much as I just kind of get a feel for the way teams are playing, going into a game, and who's hot and who's got confidence. And I think the Giants can... Uh, you don't want me to say can. No, you I, say it! Say I, it, I think Gary! the Giants will win a very, very close ah, game. I'll say something! Uh, what I'm, the hell's wrong with you, Myers? You're ah, rude. You want me to retire? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I already I already have a gift set up to send to the, you know your studio <laughs> next Friday. Oh, jeez, Gary! And they, can't, they can't change the delivery date. And Angel, you know I'm the last one who's ever. A, I mean, I really couldn't care. No, uh, you really don't. You don't. But you've written a book about the Cowboys. Now you've written a book about the never Giants. Never wrote one about the Eagles. Never wrote one about the Eagles. That tells yeah. me you never liked us. I, I love you guys. No, I, I don't think so. I think it's fake because you are a, no, an author. Why no, didn't you write no. about the Eagles? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think one of the great playoff moments of all time was Donovan McNabb picking up the phone on the Giants sidelines when they were running him off the field <laughs> in the 08 playoffs. I mean, that was great. Wow, that I mean, I really scary. enjoyed that. You're making I'm, this hard. I knew this was going to happen. I knew well, it was going to happen. And now, oh, Gary, I, I, say your book's name again so people will make sure not to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, part of it, Angelo, the only team I root for is the Mets. I know, I know it. You don't, he doesn't root out. He really doesn't. That, well, He's like Marcus. I, Marcus, you don't root, right? Just for me. He just... <laughs> yes. we, we both were always rooted for our travel plans. Right, That's right. Wow. Gary. Um, so, uh, Angel, I just want to tell you this. I haven't gotten over the fact that the Mets finished 14 games ahead of the Phillies. <laughs> All right, stop. Uh, 14 out right, of 19 times this year, and the freaking Phillies wound up in the World Series, yep. and the Mets lost You're a looking for payback. series to the Padres. Gary, so, just one final thank you. i got to move <laughs> here. But, Gary, thank you for all you've contributed to this show for all the years. You're really one of the best football people I ever met. Thank you, Gary. Well, I appreciate that, Angelo. And I always thought you had the best in the morning show. And uh, mm. I, I always love coming on with you guys. So good luck in retirement. I, I hope to see you soon. Well, <laughs> do not to go to his house. At, but, uh, Wait, do not buy a Gary Myers book until he writes one <laughs> on the Eagles. See you later, Gary. <laughs> Gary Myers, ladies and gentlemen. TR's up next. Hi, TR. Angelo. What do you Angelo, got? Real quick, say what you need to say. I am. Pump your brakes, man. We have a scheduled parade coming up, man. So you, you, you're going to be around to the end of the parade, man. Mm -hmm. I, got, I got another full month here. There you go. See that? You yeah, sure of that, TR? Yeah, and, and I just yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm really positive about that. And also, man, we, we just need run the ball, run the ball, and keep the ball in Gainwell's hands. What I and, said. Uh, 
and 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 uh, what's the one? Uh, the, the tight end. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm right. Got it. Dallas Goddard. Good. Yes, Good. remember Goddard. Dallas. Give me, give me a a communicator, a uh, contributor. Who you got? How about Conklin? Joe Conklin. Conklin. Hmm. I wonder. Well, not lately. I'm, I'm getting yeses. <laughs> I know the joke. <laughs> not lately. All right. Uh, I hereby right. would like to uh, nominate Mr. Steven Singer, who is here with us. Hi, Steven. How are you doing today? Well, when you leave, Conklin's going to use your voice uh-huh. and do my spots on All the right. new show. That's how we're going to do it. Before we go any further, I told the people who are visiting here, and I want to say this on the air in case you aren't aware. I got 33 years for one reason. That man. Mm-hmm. Ten years ago, I was done at WIP, the parent company, CBS, said, everyone gets a pay cut. You're getting a pay cut. I said, if I get a pay cut, I'm not coming. I'm, mm-hmm. I won't sign. Mm-hmm. And he, on his own, on this was the 11th hour, right, Stephen? They were going to throw me out of the window. And I was in the office in, 40, on, on, in New York. On he the, went Broadway. to New York to and yell. And I thought, I was so happy that those windows were sealed. Because yeah. I thought they were going to throw me out of the window because I said, me and I named like seven, eight other spots, like Pete, Chicken and Pete's, and stuff like that. He was I said, boycotting. We are all WS- leaving. I said, We're all leaving today. I said, You can do whatever you want, but we're going, and wherever Angelo goes, that's where we're going to go. So I would like to say now that number one, you are the best businessman I ever mm-hmm. met in my life, and you are the best friend oh. I ever had. Well, because it- you stepped up at the biggest moment and did what you did. Well, it was very selfish for me. Um, and, and, and I got to ride your coattails for a lot longer and it was the greatest thing for the station. And if you will give me just two minutes and not shut me down, you may shut me down and I will respect anything you want. I know you want to talk about it. Next segment. All right. I am going to a break here. Okay. Whenever, just give me two minutes. I will give you two minutes. Thank you. Two minutes. But if you go three and I start to cry, I'm not, I'm not, I'm (laughs) Then you can pull the plug. I already cried once this week and I can't keep doing that. All right. I'm getting the wrong reputation in this town. I got you. Right now. Well, I'll be honest. Al could, this could break Al too. Yep. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Uh (laughs) (laughs) 215. I'll I'll take the dog outside there. (laughs) Yeah. Al's more interested in Buddy. (laughs) WIP sports time is 9.50. All right, nine twenty-three is the time. Uh, Ava's coming in with a hot seat. I feel like I'm on it right now. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Singer has asked for a couple of minutes here, and uh, Stephen, I am not denying you anything because I would have been going ten years ago. You have been our most loyal, as loyal as any uh, advertiser we've ever had. I am in awe of your business skills. Take it away. All right. So, I got no product. I don't want any spot. I don't want you to plug anything. He the doesn't first time, even want the spot. This is the job. first time I've ever yep. been in here in right. 25 years. I'm saying that. All right. Right. I'm okay. Not, I not just want to tell anything. you. I just want to. I just want to say to you the next couple of things. We've been together almost 25 years. Right. The first time that I came into the studio, I was at Fifth and Willow or Fifth and Spring Garden, right around there. It was the biggest piece of crap studio that you ever want to go to, right? I go up this elevator. It was like a service elevator, like a freight elevator. I open the door, and I hear Angelo. I said, oh, my God, he must be off the air. He must be just you know, talking in the hallway. There's no soundproofing in it. You were on the air. There's yeah. no soundproofing. I go into the studio. I sit on the chair. The chair collapses. <laughs> it's got duct tape, gray duct tape around the microphone, holding up the, holding up the microphone, and it's got, like, electrical tape on the chair. It was 
I can't say on the air what I really feel about how crappy this place was and how bad it was. I said, this is their superstar. This is how they're treating this guy, right? Now, here we go. Fast forward. We're five studios later, right? Now you're in one of the, and I go all over the country. This is one of the, if it's not the nicest, it's certainly one of the nicest facilities anywhere. And we're at the top, and now we're leaving. About, I don't know, seven, eight, ten years ago, I don't remember, we were having dinner or something like that, and you told me, Stephen, I think this is it. I think I'm going to retire. I said, well, when you retire, I'm going to retire. Now here we are. I'm screwed. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do now. <laughs> you can't retire? Like, I've been doing this 48 years. I've been doing it uh, like you. Like, I mean, you know, it's a whole life. I'm old, and it's, it's a long time. And I, I'm, so, I'm so melancholy, and I'm, so ha- I'm happy and proud of you and thrilled for you, but I, 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 I'm crazy for me. So I just wanted to say to you a few things. Let me blurt it out. It won't be too bad. That Angelo, for the people that don't know, it happens to be one of the nicest, kindest guys you're ever going to meet. He's done unbelievable stuff for me. He has, first off, he has sent me friends, family, neighbors, coworkers like that. One time he called me up to say, Stephen, I just want to tell you, somebody, I don't, don't want to say who it was, but somebody in his family was getting engaged. But they're not going to you because they're in law. Somebody else is, is in, in the jewelry business. So he called to apologize because he wasn't. I said, you have to apologize. But he's so loyal and so good, and he's such a wonderful guy. And listen, I go all over the country. We're on, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 platforms, and uh, I see all these different people. There's a handful of people that are at Angelo's level. And the fact that he carries this station on his back, and he built this station, and he built this whole studio, and all the people that you see, the uh, ex-athletes, uh, you see uh, writers, all different people, he, his enthusiasm, his talent, his skill to blend them in and to make them part of the show and to make it great. He makes a dopey jeweler like me sound great. He's done so many funny things that, that so many wonderful things for my spot. One time he lost our spot. He couldn't find the copy. And he was just doing it. He goes, I could just do it. I could just do it. He goes, go visit my friend Steven Singer at 8th and Market. Joe goes, he's not at 8th and Market. He goes, go see him at 8th and Chestnut. He says, he's not at 8th and Chestnut. He goes, see him at 8th and Sampson. He goes, he's not at 8th and Sampson. He goes, forget it. You know where he is. That's it. I got calls all day long. He says, where the hell are you? Angel said, I know where you are. I don't know where you are. Like that, like that. It was the greatest spot ever. He said one time he did a thing for the Phillies. He's ranting and raving. He said, the Phillies stink. Their management stink. The first page coach, the hitting stinks. The play. Everything stinks. He goes, he goes, well, let me tell you what doesn't stink. Steven Singer doesn't stink. And if he ran the Phillies, they would have real diamonds on the baseball diamonds. And he said, and all the ball girls would be dripping in jewelry. And they'd be winners because he knows how to run it. And he did a whole spot. The next year we became the official jewelry or the Phillies. That was all because of Angelo. That was all because of Angelo and because of what's going on like that with what's going on here. Let me say to you, I'm on a lot of stations. My response from Angelo when he does the thing, he crushes every other platform, no matter what it is. If it's a podcast, a radio show, a simulcast, whatever it is, he does the things. He's been so nice to me over the last 25 years, and he's fun. So many wonderful things for me that I can't even tell you. We've gone through 20-some-odd wing bowls, um, after the first, the, after it was a, after the spectrum, when it went to the FU center, um, uh, we went, I would, then I became like one of the major sponsors and I'm up on stage. I think it was the second year I was doing it. And people don't know what goes on behind this, behind the scenes there, but it is a cluster. I cannot tell you how screwed up everything is. We The night before we get the schedule, there's never not one in 20-some that we've ever hit that schedule. Nothing even close to the schedule. Now, Angelo's there, and he's there like an hour, two hours before, and he's like, like that. And he's sitting next to me, and we're on the dais, one of the things, 20-some thousand people on the thing like that. And, he, and, he's, and I'm going to... 
I, I have to make sure I do this properly. So just me and him are sitting up there, and everything is screwed up. So he goes, what the F is going on here? I'm, I'm sitting here at 5 o'clock in the morning. You're supposed to be over there. There's no microphone. He don't have a wireless mic. The person's not there. The thing's not going on. I'm trying to do a show. What are you doing? You're sabotaging me. You're killing me. You're going to give me a heart attack. He goes, what the F? Get the, freaking, get the thing. Joe, get the F over there. Get Joe. Get this. Fucking go. Get the thing. Rhea, where's Rhea? She's on the microphone. What's going on? What's going on with the phone? And, and we're, Joe points and we're back. He goes, so Stephen, what do you think of a uh, wing ball? <laughs> like that real calm. Like that. And I said, well, it's kind of like a circus atmosphere. He goes, yes, that's what I was thinking too. It's just kind of a circus-like atmosphere. Very calm. And he's doing it. And what happens is the greatest thing, the people that you on the air, you hear it and it sounds seamless. It sounds great because he can make something out of nothing, right? He can make something out of nothing. He makes something interesting out of nothing. Whether there's no sports going on, that's great, or we're in a great time like we are now, he makes it interesting, makes it compelling. There was one Monday, I'm, I'm driving to work with my wife, and my wife was, goes, put on WIP. I said, we don't have any spots or anything, though. He goes, I don't want to hear you. I want to hear Angelo. I want to hear what he has to say about the show. She knows less than about sports than anything, but she wants to hear Angelo because he's so entertaining and so engaging, and that's where she likes to get it. And that's one of the reasons why you're successful, because people that love sports love you. People that don't know anything about sports love you. People that love Philadelphia love you. People that love to hate you love you. They're like they said, sometimes they just want to hear you to hear what you're going to say next and how it's going to be, right? So I want to say to you that um, you are unbelievably hardworking. Every time I've done any show or anything with him, we did 10 world's largest bubble baths, which is crazy. He called me two days before. He goes, Stephen, listen, I know we're going to do this, but I don't want you to ruin your store. It's okay. We could call it off. We, can, we don't have to do it. We could fake it if you want. He goes, I just don't want you to ruin your store. I said, don't worry about it. It'll be fine like that. We did it. We did it once. He said, we're never going to pull it off. Then we did it 10 years in a row, the world's largest bubble bath, where we filled the jewelry store up with bubbles. Then he married, I don't know, two dozen, three dozen people in it. We've had maybe 30, 40 couples get engaged. We had a wedding right here in this studio when they first moved to the studio before the pandemic. We had a wedding. He became an ordained minister or some kind of crap. I don't think it's even legal, whatever he did, but he did it like that. He's done so much stuff, but he gets there an hour, two hours before everybody else, and he gets the papers, and he has the Internet, and he's sitting there, and he's reading everything. So he has the latest up-to-date stuff. And then he goes live. He prepares. He works so hard at night. I know that he's talking to Rhea like 24-7, seven days a week. They're texting, they're emailing, they're calling about that, about everything, every what they can do better, who they could have else on the show, what they could jam, and what's happening like that. And that goes through his enthusiasm, his energy is what goes through. And the reason that he makes a dopey jeweler like me and my spot's good and everything, listen, I sell jewelry like every other idiot sells jewelry. He makes it great. And he raises the level up. And he's always been warm and welcoming to me. He's been a great friend. He's got a fantastic family. His wife, I just adore. I adore him. And everybody around here, last night they had a little party, a little soiree. Every single person that I spoke to, I must have spoke to 50, 75 people, had nothing but accolades for, for him, for Angela, to say how great he is, how wonderful he is, how he's done all these different things like that, and that he's built everything. And they realize that even these dummies in radio, because radio, circus clown, and jewelers are the lowest rung of show business. They're the three dumbest people you ever want to meet. <laughs> and even they realize how big of a void this is going to be. And I wish the new people good luck. I'm sure they're going to do great, but they got some big shoes to fill. And when I was in New York, um, years ago, talking about the uh, president then of CBS said to me, well, Angelo carries a big stick. He
he didn't necessarily mean that as a compliment. He meant that as a, you mm. you know you have a lot of weight. So I I said, well, he does carry a big stick, and I said you should respect it. I said because you're lucky enough to get lightning in a bottle, and most people don't get it. And I said you have to be an idiot to walk away from this. And um, and luckily, thank God for me, thank God for Philadelphia, thank God for the fans, thank God for the station, and for everybody else. We were lucky enough to get you for all these years and everything that you've done. And for me personally, um, it's one of my best success stories is riding your coattails and you let me be a tiny, tiny little part of the show oh, you too. and be here. And yeah. I love you so much and I'm so proud of you and uh, all the people around you. And I I can't, from the bottom of my heart, I don't even have any words to thank you and tell you how wonderful I think you are. And I appreciate you giving me this minute to thank you. um, Thank you. You know how I feel about you, Steve. That was nowhere near two minutes. No. <laughs> well, it was, it was I, I, you know, I said, don't do my spots. No, don't do me anything. I'm not promoting anything. Great. And I cut. I had 10 pages. I only have two right. now. Well, but, that was spectacular. Stephen, you just proved to me that you could have done this job better than me, too. That's all I had uh, to say. Uh, uh, thank you. Thank you. The new color is periwinkle. And make sure you Oh, get yeah, it. you got to get them uh, roses. I know, I know in, my mom is my, she's, oh, she's waiting for it. It's going to be, uh, Stephen. Well, after the Eagles win, I'll come back in with roses for everybody. But I don't want to jinx right. it because right. I, wanted to say, <laughs> I wanted to make sure that I was here before. It was spectacular. That, I, I am indebted I, to you. From the bottom of my heart, I love you. I'm indebted. Same right back at you. Should we go? And remember, he's in the love business. Yes. All right, Ava Graham, do we have a hot seat? We do. So back to the regularly scheduled negative <laughs> portion of our show. Take yes. it away, Joe. Today, yes. Nick Sirianni is on the hot seat. Brought to you by Xfinity Mobile. Xfinity Mobile is sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge, a different kind of network designed to save you money. Hot seat. Oh, Nick, this city is loving you big time right now. We love your T-shirts, how your family weighs in on the game, and the foods you're craving. I was like kind of craving a Pizza Hut stuffed crust pizza. We love all of that now, but Saturday is huge on whether or not we find that stuff cute or corny. How big a deal is Saturday night in the perception in Philadelphia of Nick Sirianni? I think it's a very big deal. I think the manner in which a team makes a run toward a championship matters to fans in this town. Ah, yeah, it does, Mike. We got good experience of being in the playoffs last year. Obviously, it didn't end the way we wanted it to end. Um, but um, but now that you have had the experience, this fan base will not be happy if it all ends Saturday night. And I think you know by now, Nick, they won't be afraid to let you know either. <laughs> When you're 14-3 and three and have a real straight route to the Super Bowl, you better not screw that up. Beautiful. Sorry, I well, forgot to put the right mic on. I got so sweaty. I'm still, I'm still trying to get yeah, past what Steven did there. That was, that was phenomenal. <laughs> and you're right. He's got to win Saturday night or the honeymoon is over. Wait till you see what Marcus Hayes done to him on, on Sunday. Right, Marcus? Marcus, if they blow this game, are you going after them? It will be unkind. It will be. <laughs> I believe that, too. Let's go back to the phone. Cindy's out of line. Hi, Cindy. Hey, how are you? Cindy, how are you today? I'm doing well. I don't know how I'm going to follow Steven Singer. That was great. Well, and- he's an amazing man. He just proved that he should be doing this. In fact, my- if it's not too late, they could replace me with Steven. <laughs> mm. My little comment was going to be a little risque because I was going to No, say, it's really- fine. We like it. Steven's here. He likes that. I'm really going to miss rolling over in bed in the morning and listening to you <laughs> because that's pretty much my routine. 6, 630. 
I hit the button, there's Angelo, and I listen, and it's just fun. And Wednesdays have not been the same lately because you know Angelo. John, I don't like rolling over in bed and listening to John Johnson. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> you're not, the, you're yeah. not the only one. That's fair. That's fair enough, Cindy. I'm I'm honored. I did uh, a lot of people. I have heard from many people that uh, the guys that listen, their wives hate this show, have hated it for 33 years because it's loud and it's abrasive and it's you know guy talk. You with me, Johnson? <laughs> It's fun, though, and it's sports and it's Philly. you got to listen to you guys. It's been great. You well, Cindy, I appreciate proud. I appreciate that sensationally. Obviously, my debt to all the callers and the listeners is more than I could ever state. Do you have, with a chance to go in the Novacare luxury box, a contributor to this show that you think has not been said yet? I do. I hope this will qualify. I always love Friday mornings with Dick Vermeil. I love Dick. Uh, I am. <laughs> See now, here we go again. Steve, Steve, Stephen, stop it. Stephen, can Joe isolate that for no, me this, no and just play isolation that? So we've, got, we've got the tramp stamp. We've got your uh, affection for Vermeil, and we've got Al front, not back. Al, mm-hmm. do you like Dick Vermeil? I do. He's he he really for to be that. Old and be that energetic it's and insane and keep up with everything. He knows Sharp. everything. He knows because everything. usually you turn sixty and you are a bottle of Galliano just Al, do doing have, nothing. Do you have a mirror? Sixty. Ow. What? You're over sixty. You're de- you're energetic. You're vibrant. Not like that. Virile. Yeah. All right. I thought you <laughs> cared about accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like right. <laughs> Two one five. Listen to me right now. You have a promise. If you're on hold, you will get a shot. Jamie, Joe, Ron, Bob, Johnny, Rob, Shay, and Bob. A lot of Robs and Bobs. You're all getting on before the other show. That's I like promise to you. Any dicks? W I. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back at 943. I have one other question I wanted to get in today. Al, you are a cultural man. Okay. Correct? Uh, yeah. Have you ever gone to the Philadelphia Museum of Art? Oh, yeah. You have well, gone inside. Well, I mean, inside. I ran around it. No, inside. <laughs> inside. Oh, no, no. Inside no, the no, building. No, I've been. You have I not. used to run around. All right, like Rhea, have you? Many times. You have? Yeah, All right, many good. times. Marcus, you seem cultural. I was a member for 10 years. There you go. Wow. Steven Singer. Many times. Many times. All right, so here's what they did yesterday, because I, I don't want to criticize it, but I have no choice. Okay. They decided to place on the steps before the big game Saturday night, Eagles, cutouts. Oh, Actual cool. life-size That's cutouts. Cool. That's nice. Here's what they picked four. Okay. All right? Slay, mm-hmm. Devontae Smith, mm-hmm. Darius Slay, Jalen Hurts, Brandon Graham. Okay. You think we're missing something there? Oh, hello. Oh, she no. picked it right up. You want me to say it? Yeah. No, Kelsey. Jason Kelsey made fame. Jason Kelsey is the second most famous person on the steps of the art museum. Right. Right behind Rocky. Yep. Yes. He did. How do you not wow. put him up there with the mummer thing? Maybe that- they had, had maybe they asked the guy's permission to do it. Maybe he declined. I could see him declining. He would decline? I, 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 For certain he, it's things. It's not yeah. about Jason Kelsey in Jason Kelsey's mind. Well, in all honesty, he'd be getting wet today. <laughs> Those are just cutouts? Yeah. They're cutouts. Well, they'll be all right. They'll hang in there. No, I need, listen to me, museum people. 
Mm-hmm. You got to get a cutout of Kelsey with the mummers thing doing the speech and put it where he was standing you, for the speech. Can you imagine the lines of people taking a picture? Like the Rocky line. Oh would my no longer God! Exist. Yes, exactly. I mean, I mean, how it, do you leave out Kelsey? For that's... you know, what you should and what they should, they should do is charge admission to do that. You get a, you get a yeah. museum ticket with your admission to the Jason Kelsey picture. Just a hologram yeah. outside. See, it's he's monetizing there. it. See, he's Correct. got a pretty good business mind there, David. Marcus Hayes. He do does. He, he's always thinking of a way to turn a buck. Well, <laughs> you get them in the museum. They're walking around. They're buying sodas. They're buying, uh, you know, prints. What kind of art's in there? Is it like sculptures oh, like and stuff? Yeah. What well, kind of art? They have the dogs playing <laughs> poker right well, in yes. the lobby. Yes, right. exactly. No, I never, I, good, good art. See, to me, I don't well, think it would, I would they appreciate these, it. They have these special uh, things that come, like you know, right. Egyptian stuff, yeah. and armor. The no-ear guy occasionally. Yeah. That's Van Gogh, Al. Yeah. The no no-ear guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right, Al. Al. I think it's Manet right now, right? <laughs> oh, anyway. Is Manet there yeah. now? Yeah. He does so. uh, iPod commercial. Manet. I believe Manet. he's an uh, impressionist. That's, uh, that you, that's a good impression. <laughs> <laughs> Is he and, really? Yeah. Boy, yeah, that I was am. a lucky one. Manet and Monet, I think. And Manet. Oh, Manet. Oh, man, different. Um, Jamie's up. <laughs> I, I just wanted to say, put Jason on the steps of the art museum. That's yep. all I want to say. Jamie, good morning. Good morning, Angelo. First and foremost, I want to congratulate you on a wonderful career. And everything you. that Steven Singer said about you is spot on. Yeah, he's amazing. I, that Steven, he should have done this. He would have been even more famous than he is now. Mm-hmm. Jamie, give really me, to, what do you here. think Saturday night? How confident oh. are you? Okay, well, <laughs> I'm pretty confident that the Eagles are going to win, but this is the best way for them to do it. They need to sustain drives, ball control. Yeah. Don't go for the home run all the time. They have the personnel. They got four downs to make a first down, and they got the best quarterback. MVP quarterback that can go for it and get you that first down. If they're always going for the bomb, teams are going to know what they're going to do, and they're going to put themselves in third and long, and then things are just going to go haywire. So they need to sustain those drives. If the team you're playing is in the bottom five in run defense and your team is in the top five in running game, run the ball. Exactly. This is not complicated. This is so simple, and they keep talking themselves out of it. It was the same thing three weeks ago with an injured quarterback, first nine plays, pass, 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 pass. You know what that is? It's stupid. You understand? (laughs) It's freaking stupid. And if they keep doing that, they're going to get knocked out, and then these coordinators and this head coach is going to find out the city will turn on you. Turn on you. So don't exactly. do that. And oh. if they move if they move the ball down the field methodically, yep. they can take their shots when the Giants aren't expecting it, and then you're also going to keep their defense off the field too. So Control the game on the ground. Marcus, are you on board here? Yes, I am a run. Thank you. I, I would want them to run the ball this week, and it's Matisse, by the way, post post impression. Oh yeah, I don't. <laughs> In case you were thinking about going, I, no, probably not. <laughs> Jamie, give me a top contributor to this show. I'm gonna say the governor and Ed Rendell. Oh, that is a great one. 
Al, do you realize the most famous moment in the history of our show was the booing of Donovan McNabb at the draft? <laughs> yep. Not our idea. It was not our idea. No, it was we not. We would not have done it without the support and the <laughs> influence of Ed Rendell. Yeah, and The he, way he, I remember the story, Al, he got us the tickets to the draft. He's behind everything. He's the reason that the wing ball went to the arena because he got it for free. No, the then, front page of the and the back page of the Daily News on the on that day was Ed Rendell saying, "Take Ricky." Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. But you know, over the years, he started to back off that. <laughs> he is a politician. When he was running for governor, he did not see it as a positive. Well, between the marijuana and the craziness, <laughs> the Ricky Williams brand was not not did not align with his aspirations. It was fun, though, Rio. Mm -hmm. That was fun. My God, it was crazy. Joe's on the line from Clayton. Hi, Joe. Hey, Angelo. Thank you for 30 years. Thank you. I'm dreaming of this game. I All right. What are I'm you dreaming? dreaming? What are you feeling, Joe? I'm, I'm feeling we're going to win. I'm feeling that we're going to get play Dallas. I think it's going to be just like 1980. I was there. And when Wilbur Montgomery ran that ball, that's what broke the vet. All right, hold I, on, it, Joe. Was that the loudest any crowd has ever been in this city? It was unbelievable. That's it what was I'm told. unbelievable. It was so cold. I was drinking homemade Italian wine, and it was <laughs> so unbelievable. It I love it. So, Joe, give me a contributor. The most gracious guy ever, Bernie Perrant. Perrant. He, he, Al, he was involved guess, in a whole bunch of yeah. stuff we did. And we had yes, his big, I think it was his 70th birthday we had uh -huh. for him, among other big moments. All right, we're going rapid fire. Uh, all I got time for is your contributors. Who you got, Ron? Seth Joyner. Seth Joyner, very recent, will not win. <laughs> Bob, well, I got I to gotta eliminate somebody. Bob, who's a contributor? Bill Maltelli. Ooh. Bill Martelli, good one. Oh, no, I forgot you. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Martelli, yes, stay right there. Johnny, who you got? Johnny? Donald Trump. Who? Donald uh, Trump. Joe no, Joe Conklin was already named. No. Rob, who do you have? Ray, Ray Didiger. Ray Didiger has been named. Shay, who you got? I, I guess not. The same guy. I, I always have a backup, Bob, just in case. Hi, Bob. Simon <laughs> John. Simon John. Yes, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I got one more. Joe, who do you have? Hold out a second. I'm slow at this board. Joe, are you there? Joe. Hmm. Going to get reunited. Who are you there with? Say who it is. Big Rube. Big Rube. Yes. Oh, my God. What am I supposed to do now? All right. Uh, you you know what, Joe? Five. What's that? Yeah, you have to give me five. All right, Joe, could you do the song so I have a minute there? This song. Ladies and gentlemen, I've gotten so much reaction to this song. Mm -hmm. Steven, I want you to hear this. I heard it. This guy, Ron and Greg D'Amico, put this song together. While I look at this list, let's go through our history with this song. Over 30 years ago, 6, 10 a.m. Started out with Brookie when he was a young buck. Big B, Joe Wector, Ed Rendell, Arlen Specter, also Stan Hockman and his cold cut. Dirty 30, Jason Kenny, Ray Diddy, took down Lenny, winner weasel choices, Conklin's many voices. So Martelli picked the winner, Big Root, chicken dinner, wingbow, sure was fun. Come on, Shirley, give me one. We're gonna miss Cataldi. 
Ranting in the morning Cause he's never boring Now he can just be lazy He'll be home so much It's gonna drive you crazy Doesn't like Andy Reid Ben Simmons and his Greek Kepler, Klentek, how we must go John Marzano, Mitchy Poo Hollis, Thomas, Douglas too Billy King, Ben Davis, Ruben Amaro Rhea's updates on time Dick Vermeil and his wine Pandemic crew at the gate Butch from Maniunk is great Jonesy's gas will make you weep Someone check if thou's asleep Hot seat Ava Graham, Big Daddy was the man We're gonna miss Cataldi Ranting in the morning Cause he's never boring Now we can just be lazy He'll be home so much It's gonna drive you crazy A hell of a song That's a hell really of a great song. song It really is uh, This is in no particular order And I'm leaving out so many people mm-hmm. That mean so much to our show but these people, in their own way, made a contribution that was over and above. I will start with the former mayor and governor, Ed Rendell. He's mm-hmm. in the hat. I will bring on the uh, Hall of Fame coach, Dick Vermeil. Okay. The Hall of Fame caller, Arson Arnie. Mm-hmm. Hall of Fame caller, Eagle Shirley. And the immortal, legendary, Stan Hockman, the mm-hmm. Grand Imperial Puba. Those are the five that get in the hat. One comes out and goes to the game in the Novacare Luxury Suite. Nice. And that is... Cindy with Dick Vermeil. Wow. As we said earlier, go. and we'll repeat now, we love Dick. <laughs> and Yay. we always will. It's spectacular.